Oscar Combs here, and I want to put one rumor to rest, once and for all. The story is that Rafferty's goes all out for sports fans. And let me tell you, it's absolutely true. Confirmed. And fans love Rafferty's right back because the food is so terrific. Serve fresh. Serve fast. Serve friendly. Lunch or dinner. Rafferty's menu is jam-packed with all your favorites. Steaks, prime rib, chicken, ribs, delicious dishes and generous sizes that really satisfy the appetite. So come hang with the sports crowd at Rafferty's. It's the tastiest place in town. Welcome to Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's. Episode 47 will feature part two of Oscar's conversation with Larry Johnson. Larry played for Coach Joby Hall in the Kentucky Wildcats from 1973 to 1977, and his career took him all over the place, and his time at Kentucky helped him develop some great friendships along the way. We'll travel down to some of Larry's favorite places to play at in the SEC, and Oscar will get Larry to answer some fun questions. Funniest thing is a Wildcat, Larry's most exciting game, and what does get a wall mean? And then we'll hear some comments from Larry about some former UK administrators, coaches, and teammates. Who was the administrator that would take his lunch break to play basketball with the team? And who was the assistant coach that was an FBI agent? And who was the football player that played two games for Coach Hall? Some of Larry's former teammates include Miriam Haskins, Rick Roby, Ronnie Lyons, Mike Phillips, and he has great memories to share on all of them. I'm Bo Robinson, and you're going to be hard-pressed to get Larry Johnson to say a bad word about anybody. And in today's world, people like that don't come around too often. This is Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's. Larry, let's talk a little bit about your times of uh, traveling throughout the United States as a member of the Kentucky Wildcats in the era. And um, going back to your freshman year here, uh, what were some of your favorite places you like to go to in the SEC, or the places you like to play at? Okay. Uh, well, uh, I, you know, believe it or not, I always like to go to Starksville and Oxford. Uh, why I had uh, one reason uh, I like to go because uh, those seem like the warmest places, you know, uh, during the wintertime uh, when we travel to go down there, you know, kind of uh, go go down there and, and thaw out, you know, because it'd be freezing and, and snowing and everything, you know, here in, in uh, Kentucky. Now, did they have new arenas at that time? No, no, not. not. Tell, me, tell me a little <laughs> bit about the two arenas. Well, uh, uh, in Starksville, <laughs> home. You know, you're kind of setting up in the stands with the with the fans. So, you know, that took uh, uh, sort of uh, bravery, you know, because a lot of times they were hostile or, you know, not really, really violently, but, uh, you know, they did some. Um, did, so, did, did you face any um, racial? Uh, well, uh, that's a good question. Negativity. You know, that's a good question. And uh, no, I mean, uh Fans, uh, even on the road, and uh, uh, while playing at the University of Kentucky, uh, I, I didn't uh, experience anything like that, you know. And uh, and and you know, I was just proud and happy that I, that I didn't, you know. What was the toughest places? Uh, probably, <laughs> I remember Florida. Which uh, I'm trying to think what year it was. Uh, that was in Old Alligator Alley, wasn't it? Well, uh, uh, 
I think it was uh first year that they they, they moved into the new uh, gym. Oh, no Connell Center? Yes. Okay. And they okay. blocked the locker room uh uh to keep us from going after the game to going and uh to our locker room and, and changing. Uh-huh. And they had to get the uh 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 the uh security our, our state troopers to uh, uh, disperse the crowd and let us go pass by and go into a locker room. I recall that uh, and uh it was just uh, shocking to see them do that. <laughs> you lost all four years in Knoxville. Yes. I'm was that the only place that you never won at? Well, I, tell, I always tell everybody, you know, I said, man, you know, hey, uh, we beat just about everybody. But I said, uh, the one team we couldn't beat, and that was uh, Tennessee. <laughs> During the Joe B era, mm-hmm. you only won one time in Knoxville. Uh, one in yeah. 12. Okay. And it was a year after you left. Well, I'm getting ready to say, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember when, when I was there in Knoxville. Yes. It was just a, just a, it's a, it's a sort of a, a unique place, place, place to wave. Yes. The, I mean, literally, yes. the balcony in the end zone could just about reach over and grab a jump shot. Yes. Yes, you know. it was that close, yes. And it just uh, we just never never really played well down there. We always played them tough and, and came close, but um, – uh, I, I didn't think – I know I, I never played that good down there, you know. What about Nashville, Memorial Gym? Uh, oh, that's another tough place to play. <laughs> and I guess it has to do with the elevator floor, you know. Uh, it kind of presents uh, a sort of uh, awkward uh, uh, situation where, you know, that you're used to, you know, level floor, you know. What was the one thing that opened your eyes going from Western Kentucky to UK? What was the most surprising event that you never expected to happen that happened to you during your four years? Uh, I would think uh, probably uh, uh, leaving you know my uh, small community, coming up here, uh, sort of uh, developing and forming, you know, uh, lifelong uh, friendships with uh, guys that I play with, you know, getting to know them, then getting to know me and experiencing, you know, just uh, the whole uh, college uh, experience, you know, and everything, classes uh, uh, and things, you know, so I wasn't really expecting it to uh, be, you know, like that and uh, and working out like it did, you know, getting my degree, graduating. So I think that was the biggest surprise. What was the most positive thing that you took from college with you, having graduated and played for you? Okay. Well, uh, the most positive thing, uh, which uh, I had a lot of good examples uh, every day because I admire Coach Hall and look at him as a, a father figure. And uh, every day coming to practice, I mean, oh my goodness, uh, he was tough as nails, you know, <laughs> and he, and the unrelentless. I mean, he he never changed, you know. Coach, I was always saying, and um, you know, just uh, I think uh, what I took away was uh, no matter you know how tough things get and everything, you know, uh, you can uh, rise above it and uh, get through it, you know. Just have to be tough, and he 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 kind of instilled that in all of us, you know. 
think. The funniest thing that ever happened to you or you saw happen in your four years at the Wildcat? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, I was talking – well, I don't know if it's funny, but the, uh, they said it was, uh, I guess, the, the, the game before the last game of uh, we played in the Memorial Coliseum and Reggie hit that long uh, out-of-bounds shot uh, from the other end of the court to the way down the, to our end of the court, and he ran off, and uh, we couldn't catch him and tell him the game wasn't over. He done ran into the locker room in the showers, and we still out there trying to say, figure out how we're going to end the game. And uh, and they changed the rule after that. Uh, now it will count? Yeah. It, it, don't, it don't have to, no, somebody No, inbounds? it doesn't count. It doesn't oh, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that was the most funniest thing, <laughs> see him so jubilant and, uh, and, and excited, and everybody trying to grab him tell him, it ain't over, it ain't over. And man, he jetted to the bed in the locker room and he never came back out. So I thought that was really hilarious. Best opposing player you played against while at UK? Oh, wow. Uh, uh, I have to say, uh, uh, my old high school rival, and it had to be Kenny Higgs, without a doubt, because uh, he was always so. Uh, Bent on uh, beating us, and uh, I don't. I don't think we ever we ever lost to him while he was there. Best opposing coach that you played against? Probably Coach Mary, because <laughs> 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 uh, I know that uh, uh, him and Coach Hall was was really really rivals, and uh, and uh, Coach Hall wanted to beat him as much as uh, Coach Mary wanted to beat Coach Hall, so. I would think he was our biggest Best rival team coach. you ever played against? Uh, and probably that UCLA team. Ooh. They were tough. Most exciting game you ever played in? Uh, the 1975 uh, uh, Mid-East Regions Finals. Indiana. Yeah, the Nun Thompson. Nothing Thompson. Uh, no. <laughs> Your best game personally? Uh... Uh, that's that's a hard one. Uh, think about it. Probably, uh, I would have to say uh, my freshman year, going uh, coming uh, coming off the bench and uh, playing Notre Dame at Freedom Hall, and I had a game that I did, you know, and we beat them because they was a, a real good team. At, at, at that year. was always a huge yeah. game. Yeah, and they had some great players. So beating them, I think they had uh, 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 and Adrian Dantley. Adrian Dantley. Yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, they had sh- three or four pros on that team. Yes, Shoemate. Yes. John Shoemate. Yes, they, they were pretty good. Yes. Your worst game? Uh, probably, I want to say um, that game um, uh, against uh, – Virginia Military Institute. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's the one of the games that uh, I didn't score a point in, and I was trying desperately to score. <laughs> I think Coach Hall kind of warned me, said, "Larry, hey, stop shooting." <laughs> so I, I think I uh, did score a point in that game, and uh, uh, I guess the NCAA tournament. Uh, and I think I, we played them right after Princeton. Yes, that was my worst game. You talked a lot about how tough Joe B was. Yes. What did you like most about practice, and what did you like least about practice? Well, uh, 
the mo- I, I didn't like them lengthy, long practices. Uh, sometime uh, when uh, we didn't play very good, uh, Coach, I would say, well, I think they're out of shape. So we're going to practice them uh, two hours. Uh, we go over probably uh, early, right before lunch, and practice to about uh, uh, one or two. And then he said, well, I'm, I'm, I want y'all to come back about 5 o'clock. Everybody said, Coach, we, we don't have anything left. Well, we got to get in condition. So those, those are two-a-day practices. Yeah. Tell our listeners what the term meant. Let's get some walls. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. That's the worst thing you want to hear. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes Coach I would uh, discipline us when we, did, we weren't practicing well or good. I made uh, some kind of uh, bad mistake in practice. He said, well, all right, get a wall. So that meant we had to uh, leave the court and run all the way up to the uh, top of the uh, uh, the at the time, through the through the lower arena and the upper arena. Yes, and uh, and he continued that uh, discipline uh, in Rupp Arena, and that was uh, but, it was hard, but it was hard to get up that upper deck. Yes, it sure was, and it took a while. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he ended that pretty soon because uh, it was just taking up too much time of practice, and guys were missing practice, getting the wall. But in the Memorial Coliseum, oh my goodness, you know, which is a little probably uh, the height. Uh, the distance is a little shorter, uh, a lot shorter than uh, Rupp Arena, so you know you could pretty much go up there and come down. But that it was seemed like a long way. Let's talk a little bit about some of the changes in the game from your days to today. Mm-hmm. You have no more four corners because no. you got a clock. Mm-hmm. You have three mm-hmm. pointers that mm-hmm. you didn't have then. Yes. How mm-hmm. would that have affected the game if you had had those mm-hmm. when you were playing? Well. With the, the great shooters that we had, oh, my goodness. And uh, not only our team, but uh, other uh, peripheral uh, shooters like uh, Pistol Pete, uh, oh, my goodness, Austin Carr, those guys, you know, if they if, if, if they already implemented the three-point uh, shot when they was in college, oh, it, it, the records and everything would be a lot, lot, uh, you know, set higher. And so, uh, and uh, the style that we play, and uh, I remember my little buddy who was uh, at Kentucky when uh, I came, Ronnie Lyons, oh, man. <laughs> or also Jay Shiloh, you know, they was just uh, long-range shooters. Oh, wow. They, I mean, they could have just, uh, just uh, had extraordinary uh, uh, numbers, you know, yeah. scoring. Mm-hmm. Since your playing days, and gosh, we're, you know, we don't like to admit it, but mm-hmm. it's been 40 years ago. Yes. <laughs> a lot of Wildcats have come mm-hmm. and gone since that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the years, before mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. during you, and now, yes. mm-hmm. who's the greatest Kentucky player that you have seen? I'm not asking you uh-huh. to include mm-hmm. the ones mm-hmm. before you were born. Okay, okay. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from, say, 50 on, mm-hmm. who's uh, – well, uh, who's the best Wildcat of all? Uh, uh, to me, uh, I often tell my my son, you know, he, who's young uh, and uh, his generation, and I said, "Wow!" Uh, looking back over the years, I never seen a player with uh, ability like John Wall had, and uh, also uh, Eric Bledsoe. I said, "Wow, those guys are just." Phenomenal, 
I, I and I, I said, uh, you know, I'd never, never uh, seen that before in mm -hmm. all, all my career, you know, and, and um, my whole life. And um, I think those two stand out. Is probably. What about the teams? Uh, teams, uh, I, would, I, would, I would still have to put uh, John Wall, uh, uh, Cousins. Uh, that first Calipari team? Yes, that first Calipari team. Even though they didn't win the title? Yeah, even though they didn't win the title. I think uh, uh, they just get sort of like when we was in college, you know, sometimes you run in the wrong team, you just don't play good. And uh, I think if they hadn't ran into uh, West Virginia that year, I think they would have won. Or if they had one shooter like you talked about. Uh, one yes. more. Yeah, one more shooter, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, what, do you, what do you think of the program today? Well, uh, I'm impressed. And most I'm impressed because of uh, how well they recruit. You know, even though they don't stay very long, I wish they <laughs> would stay longer, you know, uh, uh, so the, we kind of get used to the players and uh, get closer, to, you know. But uh, Do you think the fans uh, sort of um, – I don't want to say they've been cheaty because that's not the right term. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you as a four-year player, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. people – you literally and they literally bonded over four yeah, years that you yeah. can't bond over one yeah. year. No, you sure can't. You and know. I think mm -hmm. the fans are losing them, but I think mm -hmm. the athletes are also losing them. But mm -hmm. I'm not about to say they mm -hmm. made the mistake mm -hmm. in going pro after one year. I mean, yeah. you go, mm -hmm. you get mm -hmm. drafted, yeah. and you're guaranteed you know, $6 million. Dollars. Yeah. I know people over there in the engineering department yeah. that has mm -hmm. degrees yeah. that don't make $6 million yeah. dollars in their career. That's, cor that's correct, and it's hard to and turn down. you yeah. really go to college. Yeah. To put yes. yourself in a position yes. to earn a yes. living for your yes. family. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I I don't blame them for, like I said, uh, 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 leaving you know early, uh, uh, just staying one year because of, you know uh, the opportunity presents itself to uh, where they can uh, financially you know be secure in life and all. Uh, but it does uh, kind of. Uh, hurt the uh, uh, the fans and uh, uh, the other teammates that uh, are left behind because, uh, uh, you know, they don't have a chance really to, uh, how you say, uh, form uh, a close relationship or a bond when, uh, you know, they only there for uh, actually not a whole year, a few months, yes. Going forward, uh What do you think Kentucky will be facing the day that they have to replace John Calipari? Wow. I don't want to – I just don't want to uh, have to think about that at the time when they come. Wow. I don't think anybody can uh, replace John Calipari. I mean, uh, he's just uh, just a terrific uh, a person, you know, individual who uh, I had a uh, chance to meet. And uh, my son went to his basketball camps and all. So, I think uh, – we we really got uh, uh, fortunate and uh, blessed uh, that uh, he came old, came in and uh, uh, raised the, the program to the level that it's at. And uh, even though you know we still uh, anxious to get a, another championship and all, but uh, uh, the players he bringing in and recruit every year, you know, it, it kind of helped the. Uh, uh, the reputation and uh, uh, the, uh, how you say, the uh, spirit and the winning uh, attitude that the uh, University of Kentucky used to. I'm going to ask you about some mm -hmm. people now. Mm -hmm. Just give me your 
mm-hmm. thoughts, mm-hmm. five or six words or whatever mm-hmm. of what you, how you remember them, what mm-hmm. you thought of them, mm-hmm. things. And I'm going to start out with mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. some people that was around the program. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll start out with um, Dr. V.A. Jackson. Oh, my God. Oh, I, you know, wow. Uh, Dr. Jackson, I tell you, he just was the sweetest and wonderful person you ever want to meet. I mean, uh, just genuine. I mean, uh, he tell you uh, just straight how it is. And, uh, and it, uh, you know, uh, he was just a, a, a great uh, person, you know, and um, uh he cared about the players, and he was just uh, real fun to be around. Walt McCombs. Oh, and Walt. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Walt, <laughs> I tell you. Uh, He's your trainer. Yes, he was our trainer, basketball trainer, uh, a physical trainer. You know, he got us ready for the games and all with the tape in our ankles. And any injury we had, you know, he would uh, kind of help us rehabilitate or get well from. And uh, just a hard-working person <laughs> and a serious person, you know, one of the serious guys I know. <laughs> Jack Perry. Oh, uh, wow, Mr. Perry. i tell you, wow. SID that kept you yes. in touch with the media. Yes, he, i tell you, uh, Mr. Perry, uh, you know, come to mind, uh, uh, was, uh, you know, just uh, – uh, just up on everything, you know, and uh, I always think that, uh, you know, when you wanted some information, uh, needed something, he was always available and uh, and very helpful. Uh, Cliff Hagen. Oh, my goodness. Yes, uh, uh, Mr. You're Mr. 80. Hagen. Yes, Mr. Hagen. Uh, uh, well, one uh, – he was another star from Western Kentucky. I think, yes, a great basketball player. And I had time. Uh, we were joking uh, uh, at the Big Blue Madness uh, this season, uh, you know, about, you know, uh, when he would take his lunch breaks or something. Come and, and play hoops with you. Yes, guys. we played hoops together all the time. And, man, I tell you, he wore me out. I mean, <laughs> I guess he had to be about in his 50s at the time. So a little and, bit embarrassing? A, oh, yes, it was embarrassing. Oh, wow. And I, I enjoyed playing with him. And we had a lot Still of had fun. that hook shot. Yes. Oh, he could. Uh, he uh, he was very still, you know, accurate and um, could score, you know, with the hook shot. But uh, Miss Hagen, he was, uh, 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 I think, uh, uh, probably before his time, you know, one of the greatest ads out there, you know. A guy that loved his sports, mm-hmm. uh, probably more so than any president mm-hmm. in my lifetime. <laughs> Doctor Singletary. Oh, visionary. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, and uh, 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 my, you know, uh, remembrance of uh, Dr. Singletary, uh, uh, he was uh, very concerned about the athletes uh, getting, how you say, their academics and, and, and uh, the degrees. So he would uh, often come, he would often come and uh, uh, spend time with the, uh, uh, the team. I mean, uh, he loved to travel with the team. Yes, he sure would. Yes, and uh, which uh, there's, and, some, there's some mm-hmm. there's some people would uh, affectionately yes. call him uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Jock. Uh, okay, yes, but uh, you know uh, that really had a a bearing on the uh, to me especially uh, when the president you know showed that much interest in the 
being around the teams. I heard he was just as uh, uh, present with the football teams and other uh, athletic programs too, you know. But he would come and uh, and talk to us and spend time with us and, like I said, visit with the team and, and watch us play. So that kind of had an effect on us, uh, you know, uh, make sure that you're going to classes and, and, and trying to uh, graduate. Bill Kiteley. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Bill, uh, I tell you, uh, one of the finest person I ever met. Uh, uh, sitting down with him, you know, at times and, and talking. And, uh, yeah, the pr- and at the low points of your mm-hmm. career, you mm-hmm. could always go in a cage, can you? Yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. And uh, I mean, a lot. It was a lot of low, low, low points <laughs> after practice. We didn't have a good, good practice. So I tell you, we can always count on Bill to kind of uh, cheer us up and uh, uh, you know make make sure uh, that uh, you know uh, we understood that hey, it's not the end of the world. Y'all be okay. And uh, always we go in the cage. He give us an extra pop when he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, Bill was really a true friend and a, a wonderful person. Uh, let's mention a couple of public figures mm-hmm. that were real close to the program. Uh, you'd mentioned one earlier. We'll start mm-hmm. out with uh, Julian Carroll, the governor. Okay. Uh huh. Well, well, uh, Mr. Carroll, you know he uh, was real kind, and uh, a lot of times uh, we we flew on the. Uh, the governor's airplane, which was real comfortable, nice, and uh, you know, uh, uh, he sort of really, uh, how you say, was a big, big fan of the, of the team and all, and we knew it, and we've kind of felt privileged because of that. When the Ford, both governor and mm-hmm. then senator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Senator Wendell Ford, you know, from Western Kentucky, who I, I grew up. Uh, uh, aware of, you know, and uh, uh, I understood too that he probably was uh, one of the longest, uh, 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 long time running senators in, in Congress. Uh, so uh, I was aware of that, that he was a very important and uh, Talk good Talk a little man. bit about some of the coaches. Okay. Uh, start out with Lynn Nance. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Coach Nance uh, uh, was uh, a guy that uh, kind of, how you say, uh, stood back in the shadows, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when things uh, sort of, you know, um, needed addressing or something, he, you know, he, he always uh, stepped forward. Uh, Sometimes when... Uh, I think he was an ex-FBI agent. Uh, yes, and uh, he tells us a lot of stories uh, about the time that uh, when he was... Uh, age and everything and one time he was talking about uh, how uh, somehow he was doing surveillance and uh, he went back to the hotel room and uh, he uh, sort of uh, ran into uh, when he got back to his room some guys were waiting on him and uh, he kind of had a big conversation with them and everything and I think he said that, that kind of determined him not to continue on you know working in in, uh, in the FBI yes but I knew that uh, uh, he went on and did pretty well at Iowa State Yes. And so he 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 had a lot of uh, good coaching ability, I think. Jim Hatfield. Oh my gosh. Oh well, you know, uh, Coach Hatfield. He was a shoulder that I leaned on, especially uh, my freshman year when my pop, my uh, father passed away. Now, 
and he came to me and uh, kind of, uh, I say, uh, give me that strength and support I needed, you know. And uh, I always be grateful and thankful for him for you know being there for me during that time, you know. Uh, and uh, he was uh, a lot of fun to be around, you know. <laughs> mm. I mean, uh, uh, I think uh, the older guys, you know. Because uh, uh, I think Coach Hatfield only my freshman year he was there, and because uh, Coach Hampton came my sophomore year, so I only really got to know Coach Hatfield uh, uh, one uh, year. One year, yes. But the older guys knew him longer because I guess he was there you know a few years with them. Yeah, he was actually there the year before and that mm-hmm. year. Then he came back mm-hmm. at the end of Joe B. Crew. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But the uh, older guys they really uh, were fond of Coach Hatfield because uh, he <laughs> was really. Uh, Kid around with us a lot. <laughs> yeah. Dick Parsons. Oh, Coach Parsons. Uh, you know, as uh, you know, he recruited me, uh, uh, kind of uh, encouraged me, uh, uh, supported me through some hard times, you know, and uh, uh, I credit him for uh, a lot of uh, my success and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Getting through college, you know, I remember I remember some tough times, you know, academically, uh, and uh, sometimes, you know. Uh, now you weren't like the North Carolina class kids, or you didn't have to go to class. Oh yes, oh, and Coach Parsons made sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> well, no sleep then. Uh, I remember uh, a lot of times he, he, he uh, uh, you know, he pretty much. Uh, would uh, uh, come into the dorm early in the morning and, and knock on doors, say, get up and make sure y'all go into class, you know. Now, you never got to live in Wildcat Lodge. No, I didn't. No. So, so where, where did you guys live before okay. Wildcat Lodge? Well, uh, we lived in the Holmes Hall, okay. uh, right on the corner of Euclid, you know, and uh, Limestone. And uh, uh, we had real big, comfortable rooms, though, you know. <laughs> I remember Coach Hall coming over where a couple times and said, dang, Y'all living, y'all living really pretty good. I didn't know y'all was living like this. So they were living real comfortable in roomy rooms, very big. Leonard Hamilton. Coach Hamilton. Oh, my goodness. Well, I credit Coach Hamilton for that defense. I mean, man, he would have us uh, really fired up, motivated, and wanted to play defense. You know, I think uh, a lot of the players feel that uh, uh, – he was kind of backbone of the defense because uh, in practice, I mean, he would uh, stir everybody up, having raging and 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 uh, playing hard. Joe B. Hall. Oh my God. Well, uh, Coach Hall, you know, golly, uh, uh, I, you know, for me, I was just fortunate to be able to, as a player, to play for someone. You know, like Coach Hall, because I learned so much and uh, respected him so much, uh, and uh, learned so much from him, and uh, and uh, just you know uh, the help, the uh, uh, you know being blessed by uh, uh, opportunities and the things he did for me. I mean, I could never repay him back. You know, uh, it was just. Uh, uh, he was just uh, just a wonderful person, and uh, 
And he was always, you know, like I said, uh, had your uh, interest at heart. Now we're going to go through the good part. Mm-hmm. We're going to let you say a, a few things, a few words about each of your former teammates. Oh, okay. What you like about them, you didn't like about them, okay. how do you remember them. <laughs> okay. Just whatever you want to say. Okay. And, and we're going to start out with your mm-hmm. uh, freshman year, uh-huh. and we'll start out mm-hmm. with uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Greedy. Oh, Kevin. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, Kevin, you know, uh, was a prankster and uh, – uh, he always uh, helped the team uh, stay upbeat and the positive. You know, a lot of times people hanging ahead uh, uh, are sort of, uh, how you say, down because, you know, uh, uh, the ridges of practices and stuff. But, hey, you can always count on Kevin to uh, kind of raise everybody's spirits up, you know. My Huh? Bob Guy. Oh, God. Oh, Bob, Bob Guy. Yeah, I tell you. Uh, Bob was just uh, uh, a friend to everybody, you know, and uh, and uh, just the smartest guy on the team. <laughs> so Jim Dan Connor. Uh, Jimmy Dan. Oh, my goodness. One of the hardest working players and uh, one of the best players uh, uh, I ever played with that could run the court. I mean, you know, all throughout my career, I never seen anybody. Except one guy coming to mind, uh, who I used to get letters from all the time, was John Havacek. Uh, uh, they, they put me in the mind of each other how they could just run the floor and, and run the uh, people's tongues out. <laughs> Mike Flynn. Oh, Mike. Uh, Mike was just uh, uh, a specimen of uh, conditioning. I mean, a guy that never got tired and just uh, played hard all the time and who was kind of uh, uh, someone that uh, I said, uh, who set example for me, you know, how to play hard. And, and, and Ronnie Lyons. Ronnie. Oh, my goodness. Ronnie was just a, a a great shooter. I mean, man, I just used to be uh, just marveled by how high he jumped on his jump shot. I said, man, you know. And uh, I just, uh, you know, like playing Ronnie because uh, he just played hard. And uh, for his size, I mean, he, he was a very good player. G.J. Smith. G.J. We call him the rifleman. Uh, G.J., oh, my goodness. Uh, a player that uh, you just couldn't leave open. I Steve mean, Steve Lockmeyer. Uh, Lockmuller. Uh, Lock oh, my goodness. He was just a, uh, a real tough guy. And, uh, I mean, just knew how to, you know, uh, uh, use his body, uh, position, you know, and a pretty good score. Good score, too, could shoot. Rick Drews. Oh, Rick. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Rick was a big body guy. Uh, tall, you know, uh, hard worker. Uh, always came to practice, played hard, worked hard, you know. So I, that's what put me in mind of Rick. Uh, Roger Wood. Roger, just <laughs> a real tall, lanky, long arm guy that, dang, uh, uh, I think never really reached his full potential, you know. But uh, a big guy. Uh, Ray Edelman. Ray, oh, just a superhuman being. Ray, uh, uh, and a good player, played hard, uh, could shoot the lights out, uh, enjoyable person <laughs> to be around. So I, I like Ray a lot. Reggie Warford. Hey, Reggie, oh my gosh. Uh, Reggie was a leader. 
terrific guy, talented. I mean, could sing, play piano, play any instrument. Uh, uh, always uh, very positive and encouraging. Jerry Hale. Uh, Jerry is a fun guy to be around, nice guy, nice person. Uh, uh, always smiling, <laughs> so like me, and uh, uh, fun to be around. David Miller. Uh, David was uh, a real banger. <laughs> I mean, he liked to get in there and bump you and hit you and liked to rebound a lot. So David, David was a pretty good player. Marion Haskins. Marion, oh, my God. I think I lean on Marion uh, uh, a lot, you know, and uh, I, hopefully, you know, uh, he leaned on me for some things. But a, a true friend, uh, someone that, uh, you know, I, like a, I treat like a brother. Steve Green. Uh, Steve, uh, you know, I didn't really know Steve that well, but uh, I think it uh, uh, seemed like he uh, was. Uh, he was the walk-on. Okay, but I think uh, he did uh, I don't know. My freshman year, I think he quit uh, or he didn't finish the whole season. But, um, uh, you know, he he was a good player, you know, in practice and all. We, we you know, uh, made practice interesting. <laughs> Uh, Rick Roby. Oh, wow. Rick is a, a great guy, talented, uh, hard worker, uh, uh, genuine person, gentleman. Jack Gibbons. Oh, Jack. Golly. Jack uh, uh, was always a good leader, uh, uh, hard worker, talented, one of the most talented players, you know, I, I play with, you know, and, and, uh, uh, I think uh, my whole career, uh, uh, very, how you say, uh, very mature, uh, always mature and grown up. You know, as he came out of high school, which impressed me a lot, you know, just like he was just made for the college game. Uh, Mike Phillips. Big Mike, the gentle giant, I always considered the gentle giant. I mean, Mike had a heart of gold, you know. If you ask me, he gives uh, his shirt off his back, you know. He just uh, uh, was really a uh, kind and just person. James Lee. James, <laughs> the brute. <laughs> James also, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, a gentle giant. You know, James, uh, talented, unbelievable strength. Uh, could do just about anything he wanted to do. And a good person, you know, and uh, I always kept the team upbeat too. Danny Hall. Danny, oh my God, Danny was also a great player. Uh, unfortunately, he probably, you know, uh, didn't think his career should win the way it did. But uh, a guy that always tried hard. Truman Clater. Truman, oh my goodness, Truman was a very talented guard, good player, uh, good friend. Uh, you know, I'm just happy that, uh, you know, I got to play with him at least two years. Dwayne Casey. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, well, that's my little brother. Uh, you know, we went through everything together from uh, first grade. Uh, I guess he was in preschool. So we knew each other that long and grew up together. So like a brother family. Isn't it great how his uh -huh. career has come full circle? Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Well, and do you know what? Mm -hmm. uh, by the time mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. release this 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He is most likely to be the coach mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. the NBA Eastern Conference All-Stars this year. Wow, I hope so. He deserves Yes. You know, I know from early age that he, he has the – had the uh, – uh, uh, how you say, the ability and uh, the uh, the knack of being a coach. And I'm just glad to see that the, the success that he having. Dan Fowler. Dan Fowler, oh, my goodness, could jump out of gym. I mean, man, if anybody could jump, he could. Uh, you know, he was just a great – Jeff, Bob. I'm talking about Bob Fowler. Bob Fowler. Yeah, yeah. He was just an amazing jumping leaper. I mean, golly. I mean, he probably one of the uh, highest uh, jumpers I seen when I came out of high school for his height. I guess he was 6'5", and could and jump like he's 6'9", uh, 6'10". <laughs> yeah. Here's a name now that mm -hmm. most people are not going to believe it when I say you played with this guy uh -huh. in the sport of basketball. Didn't play long. Okay. Derek Ramsey. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Derek, I tell you, you know, Derek just a, a superb athlete. I mean, uh, the things he, he accomplished, you know, as, at, at the University of as football and uh, then come over and uh, and give us. Uh, he played in two games in mm -hmm. the 75, yes. 76 mm -hmm. season yes. before he had his two great years at, at, in 76, 76 yes. football. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, he came and gave us a lift that we there needed. Some, there were some injuries or something yes. going on. Well, we were short bench. Yes, we were short. We were short-handed. Uh, the morale was down, especially when uh, Rick got hurt and he was out for the rest of the season. You know, the morale was down, and then you know, uh, like I said, Derek, uh, Coach Hall asked him would he come and help him and uh, come out for the team. And Derek said, yeah, uh, Coach, I'll come on. And, man, I mean, his presence alone kind of uh, 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 had an effect on the whole team where, wow, you know, uh, it was going to be all right, you know. So uh, just that short moment he was with us kind of uh, built, built our morale. And, and uh, I guess that's why we went on that uh, uh, run like the end of the season, six games in a row, and uh, – Enter the NIT. Yeah. Tim Stevens. Tim. Oh, man. Uh, Tim was a real uh, shooter. I mean, he could shoot lights out. And uh, just a, a nice, respectable uh, uh, human being to everybody, you know, uh, never ill, speaking about anyone. Came to practice and did his job every day with a smile, you know. So Vaughn Williams. Oh, LeVon. LeVon is one of the uh, super person you want to meet. I mean, uh, you know, I tell him sometimes he's just a little too serious. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, LeVon is uh, one of the guys that you really want to get to know because uh, uh, he affect affectionate and uh, he cares. And, uh, uh, and when, as a player, oh, he's a warrior. I mean, he he'll uh, fight you to the to, to the end. <laughs> Steve Williams, walk on. Uh, Steve, I, you know, I remember him slightly, uh, but not not that well, so I I, I can't comment on Steve. Um, Joey Holland. Oh my God, Joey! Oh, uh, 
you know, Joe and I uh, was recruited and came to Kentucky at the same time. It was six of us. Ernie Whitefield, uh, Joey, uh, Bob Mayhaw, uh, uh, Ernie, De uh, well, uh, I can't, uh, one other guard, can't call his name, and Marion. Uh, but Joey was uh, just, uh, how you say, very energetic and uh, uh, eager uh, type of player. I mean, um, just every day just had the energy and uh, uh, looked forward to playing. <laughs> so that's what I remember. Uh, a player who was with you your uh -huh. last year, but he was registered, he didn't get to play with you, uh -huh. Kyle Macy. Oh, my gosh, Kyle. Man, I tell you, I, hey, I, I, we, I just wish I had, uh, which I'm fortunate to uh, have a relationship with Kyle because he reasserted uh, my senior year. But uh, I just wish that uh, uh, he was available my uh, senior year. You know, maybe we would have won it all. But, uh, oh, just a terrific and absolutely a great player, great person. Uh, you know, I just – uh, respect and uh, think a lot of Kyle. How do you want to be remembered? Uh, I want to. Don't take too much thinking to think about it. But I, I want to be remembered a guy that uh, cared and uh, worked hard. You know, uh, one of the uh, how you say uh, a greatest player or uh, our smartest player, but uh, someone that cared and uh, tried to do my best. Yeah. Thanks for the memories, Larry. Well, thank you, Oscar. It's a pleasure. That I, I, I enjoyed it very much. Well, I enjoyed it, Oscar. And I, like I told you before, I think the world of you. I always have. And I, I appreciate everything you've done when uh, we was in college and coming up and uh, what you're doing now. I've thank been you. so blessed to have a friend like you. Well, I, I feel more blessed. Thank you, Oscar. Thanks for listening to Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's. If you missed part one with Larry Johnson, that's episode 46, and it can be found at oscarcombs.com, along with all of Oscar's podcasts, starting with the very first one with Humsey Yesen. All episodes can be easily downloaded to your mobile device. If you have an iPhone, search for Add Wildcat News in the iTunes Store and subscribe. And for Android devices, search for Add Wildcat News in the Google Play Store and subscribe. To stay up to date with Oscar and all the happenings in the Big Blue Nation, follow him on Twitter. He's at Wildcat News. Thanks again to Larry Johnson for joining us for two episodes of Conversations with Oscar Combs, presented by Rafferty's. And thank you for listening. I'm Bo Robinson, and as always, go Big Blue.